Did you know that Sharp Spring built out their entire company around marketing agencies just like yours? They can help you grow your agency by becoming an integrated and indispensable partner to your clients. They can show you how to move from unpredictable project work to retainer-based relationships and show client measurable results with comprehensive lead to revenue reporting. If you'd like to learn more, head on over to sharpspring.com forward slash grow it. On today's show, we have Tom Berry. He is a highly experienced business and IT executive with over 25 years of business transformation and technology leadership experience. He's got an MBA with distinction from Edinburgh Business School and has worked with and managed teams with business challenges across APAC, Europe and the Americas. After spending seven years in the US working on best practices around consumer services, CRM, sales and marketing, he set up um, Autos Consulting and their associates and they now leverage this learning to help businesses to grow regionally, nationally, and internationally. Little known fact about Tom is that he is a business mentor with the Virgin Startup and support entrepreneurs with their personal development and business journey. He's also a keen uh, interest in football and the gym, golf, family, and vacations, whatever we get on a plane again. I really hope you enjoy today's show. Uh, Tom is a Sharp Spring partner. He also leads the whole marketing conversation by going in, starting with CRM. We talk about HubSpot. We talk about life and the last few months, part of the lockdown. And um, I hope you enjoy. Have a good day. Welcome everyone to another episode of Agency Life, all the way from the west coast of Ireland, tapping over to the west coast of Scotland, we have Tom from, now you pronounce it for me Tom, the best way. Well I, I pronounce it Otis Consulting, but it's actually Utus, uh, I mean if you take the Latin you know, name for it as well, it's, it's Latin for growth. Beautiful. And it's pronounced that way, but there's no way a Scots guy is going to walk about and say Utus. I mean, it's not Utus. going to be quite. The, it's it's not going to be quite the same, is it? So no, Otis, it isn't going to be the same exactly. Otis. And where did that name come from, Tom? Well, well, it, it came when I was thinking about starting up the agency when I was kind of uh, uh, contemplating moving back from living in the US uh, back in oh, beginning of 2016. Now, uh, I was thinking about what am I going to do. Uh, and what's my purpose? What am I going to be about? And I'm going, well, I would like to help businesses grow. I say, so what would relate to that? And I did a bit of research, all of 30 minutes, I think. No, I did a bit of research. Uh, <laughs> and I uh, found the Latin for growth being otus or utus. Hmm. Uh, and, and that's where it kind of stems from. And also, I knew I would be in the marketing automation space. So AUT could be a bit of... Oh. That. I, where you're going. I also oh. came from an automotive background, so I wasn't quite sure the industry focus. So AUT could be, I was living in the US, so US. Ought mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of stories in there, right? There are a lot of stories from. in there. It's but very, but, very but the, real, the real one is it's Latin for growth, and that's what Otis is about. And what kind of clients do you look after? What kind of work do you do? Well, I think in the, in the early days when we first started, uh, like most small businesses, we were kind of chasing everything and anything, mm -hmm. you know, and started off initially in the CRM space, primarily helping many clients with, you know, implementing CRM, uh, initially with HubSpot CRM, uh, and even the free versions of HubSpot, believe it or not. And before I knew it, I had over 50 clients, just where we implemented HubSpot, almost yeah. single. How you did know, you get them? Like, where did you, how did how Well, did you I, I, was, I was very, very hit. In the first year, I, was, I wasn't getting a lot of success because I was kind of wasn't sure what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wasn't clear in my message. I came from this big corporate clunky, you know, we are working 100,000 plus global organization, you know, at a senior level. And then I'm, I'm on my own. So yes. it kind of took a big mindset shift. Uh, and I thought I could be all things to all men, so to speak. Right. And I wasn't clear in my audience who was trying to target with what. Light bulb moments, I started eating my own cooking, right. putting that type of sales and marketing plumbing in place for my own business. And I went, now I've got a bit of clarity what I was meant to be doing anyway. 
you know, having spent years in the CRM and digital marketing space, uh, the message got clearer. And then I'd spent a hell of a lot of time networking I, because I'd lost my network. I'd, I'd been over seven and a half years living in the US. Prior to that, the eight years prior to that, I was pretty much living in England full time, working wow. and traveling Europe. So for 15 plus years, I hadn't really been in Scotland that much. Wow. So I kind of lost my network. So I get out there meeting people, talking to people in huge networking scene and not feeling the most comfortable at times as you know you can do. But then I became really into every network I could find, meeting people, you know, building relationships and trust, educating people what you were doing, helping a lot of these micro small businesses, almost solopreneurs, you know, and, and kind of going from there. Right. Did you network in person and online or was oh, it more... in person? It was mainly person. You know, it wasn't even online. It was person. It was kind of feet on the street. Right. It was meeting, meeting at different events in the mornings and the evenings. Yeah. You, you name it. You know, I kind of did it and I, you know, I built up a quite a significant network uh, and educated them what I did. And then before you knew it, you were delivering to some of the people you met, but not necessarily but to people they knew that right. might, you know, value your services. And within a, another short period, I had over 50 clients where we had implemented HubSpot CRM. Wow. You know, so that was the early days. Yeah. You know. And then how has it matured over the last two or three Sig years? Significantly, because, uh, you know, I was able to hire a couple of people as well during that process. Oh. And shift the focus into retainer-based income yeah. services. You know, the CRM side was kind of project-based, you know, one time, get them up and running, you know, you get a, a fee for that. And, and maybe there was a bit of ongoing support and, you know, nice. different things, you know, but there was not that kind of monthly recurring Every, every you were like a taxi meter reset to zero every month. Yeah, you're you just know, setting them up. Where is it coming from this month or next month? You know. Yeah. So uh, I knew we were going to shift quite heavily into digital marketing services, but I didn't want to lead with that. I wanted to lead with the CRM space uh, and then evolve that, and that's what happened. You know. Yeah. And, and with it, I kind of looked the marketplace to see, you know, what technology stack was going to be appropriate you know, for where I was trying to go for my own business and, and mm -hmm. for my, my customers and prospects. Yeah. And I uh, decided to move down the, the you know, the, the road with Sharpspring, which right. I'm sure yeah, you might be interested yeah. in a bit more about later. Definitely. But yeah. before we just talk about them, because it's really interesting that you've come in with the CRM and HubSpot, right? It was, yes. was, was your starting point. Because, you know, as, as anyone who's listening to the show knows by now, they probably go, God, she's not going to talk about that again. But I used to work for HubSpot. Right. And, and I knew about HubSpot in 2008 is when I first discovered them. And then I came home in 2012 and started working for them in 2013. At that time, it wasn't even the CR. It was all still marketing. So yeah. most of the agencies that are out there, it was marketing. And then they brought out the CRM. So marketing agencies are trying to do the CRM or attempting or thinking about, whereas you were, I guess, legacy free, history free. And you came in. I came in from a different perspective with HubSpot in day one, because I led with the fact that I'm, I'm targeting a lot of small businesses. They're running about with hundreds of business cards that they do nothing with. Right. Let's get you a database. But yes. let, let's get you a sales process in place. Let's blah, blah, blah. And, and I even provided them a solution that they didn't need to pay for HubSpot. Don't yeah. tell HubSpot. Well, HubSpot will know this anyway. No, they know. Uh, and I, I, I integrated every single one of those free HubSpots with MailChimp so that the businesses that I was de delivering that CRM yeah. to could leverage MailChimp from an email marketing point of view because right. the free HubSpot didn't have it at the time. There you go. Okay. And they didn't have the automation in the free accounts either. So we were leveraging MailChimp for the automation Brilliant. and building automations over there. So right away, I was delivering a free stack of tools that these businesses had no ongoing monthly subscriptions, but they were paying Autis yeah. to implement and support and blah, blah, blah. 
and then before you knew it, we can. How do you do an email campaign, Tom? Right. Then, you know, well, do you, do you know what we actually run email marketing for some of our customers? Oh, you didn't tell us about that, Tom. Brilliant. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so that we kind of started evolving, you know, in other aspects. That's so interesting, Tom, because I feel sometimes, and I'd said this from the beginning. I, the minute I started reading HubSpot material, I felt that and i can share this joke with you because we're we're the gray-haired lot um (laughs) (laughs) i can we the minute i started reading hubspot material and inbound marketing and and things like that personalities like us we hoover that stuff up right and then we automatically think that everyone's reading it and that everyone's interested in it and i give the analogy of the jetsons you know if you read the hubspot blog for six months you know too much right (laughs) And that's how I always felt. And I always felt it with agents. And I still still say to there going, today, people still don't have a CRM or a sales process. Just because no. you're out there doing ABM, marketing automation, you're in Jetson land. There are still people on the ground. Look at the basics. Without their jetpacks, right? They've got a box of business cards. There you go. And they never follow up with the contacts. Never do anything. So I think this is a good time as we are coming out of a lockdown. I love to say that. We're more coming out of a lockdown. I can't even think about it because I know nothing's, I know it's all going to shut down again. So I'm not even thinking about it. Anyway, through this time of reflection about thinking about our business models, it is time to almost park the jetpack and pretend, imagine, pretend you don't know all the stuff you know that HubSpot, it's been phenomenal, the information we know from them. Mm. But if you park it and you go back to the basics about what do people really, really need today? Mm-hmm. They need sales process. They need revenue. They need to figure out their own model in this new world. Absolutely, Claudia. I mean, I always kind of relate it to if you're building a house, mm. you, you would make sure you had a solid foundation. Yeah. Right? You wouldn't throw the, the doors and the walls in before a solid concrete foundation or something, right? Correct, yeah. Now, the foundation is getting in place, that process. Yeah you know, in different things, and then you can build. And then you can build, right. And, and a lot of this, this is a lot of it as well. It's all making sense. I feel like I'm having a aha moment, Tom. Thanks for this. <laughs> um, a lot of the attraction in the beginning was for agencies to get inbound leads. They heard about this inbound thing. They heard about organic and they went, oh, great, because I need more leads because uh, it's hard to get leads. So they were attracted to inbound marketing through leads, but which we all know now, you know, HubSpot's announced a a PPC factor too with its ads. We know that the long, it's too long to do the inbound way, can be, can be in certain markets. Mm -hmm. But um, that's what an agency was attracted to. So then they started talking about, oh, it's great to have inbound leads. And the sales kind of thing, um, it, it took a bit of a backseat as people went on the inbound marketing route which today I, I feel is a huge opportunity for agencies to back to basics. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Spot on, you know, uh, and I, and I think it's classic, isn't it? Not everything. One size doesn't fit all, right? No, exactly. It doesn't. You know, it's no use saying everybody needs everything. No, no. So you've got to start with a, what, what's the problem we're trying to solve? Exactly. Because what for some, bus- some businesses, uh, it can be lead gen. It could be, or, yeah. or it, uh, it might be something else. You know what, Tom? As soon as we get a new client, we never talk to them, or we're crap at onboarding a new customer. Yeah. We never follow up. Yeah. We never engage. Yeah. Or we've got a retention issue. Yeah. You know the so it, it kind of it's the whole customer life cycle. It's not just let's always get new, new, new. It's it's serving the ones you've got, especially now. You like, know, I found that I found that over the past three months, especially really? right. Well, when we hit kind of March and mm. you know COVID and all that stuff, complete panic in the ranks with our customers and most businesses out there. It was like, oh Tom, what are we going to do? Oh Tom, oh can we reduce the service? Oh can we pause the service? Oh can we stop the service? Oh panic, panic. The reality, you know, a couple of weeks later after the panic, it was we never lost that many clients. Um, we reduced a few in terms of the fees and different things to try and help. And mm. But one big thing for me during the last couple of months is not that we weren't focused that way, but it was kind of over-deliver, over-deliver, over-deliver. Do everything you can to retain these customers. 
yeah and and talk to them as a business owner and, and, business and interact constantly yeah. so we get in place a weekly zoom call right away brilliant you know find out what they're feeling what they're seeing what they're hearing how can you help them yeah and it might not be you can help them in a way that your service was designed for or it says on the tin you do abc you might have to do you know fg and whatever yeah we spoke about this help them with slack help them with zoom don't yeah. throw your hands up in the air going why can't you work remote like we can no show them what to do educate right. them yeah sorry i get passionate and i'm probably offering a wrong a wrong steer here you know no 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 it's all part of it tommy you know people are going to listen to this before during and after and you know like let's face it you and i've been through a few different reiterations of the world that's nothing like a pandemic and and everything that's going on with the the race riots and and everything the lockdowns and everything nothing quite yeah. so like serious as that but enough and i think it is important to remember the basics. I think that is really important. If, could you talk to me then about, because it's so fascinating to hear where you came in with the CRM and then you started to offer tools. What's your kind of tech stack and what does it look like right now? If I rang you and said, hi, Tom, I've got a website. It's not delivering leads. Um, can you help me? What's your kind of go-to um, of what you work with right now? Yeah, right now we've kind of, folk majored more on sharp spring mm. you know uh, we you know and that's that's feeding that's fit for purpose for most things it, right. it's kind of missing some things right uh, but god the journey that these guys are taking that product on has been fast as well so new features are kind of evolving and, and what platforms like that don't have you find you've got the zapier zapiers or this world however or you want to pronounce it, yeah. you can integrate with most things anyway. Yeah. Right? So so our, our focus is having a marketing automation stack that can mm. do most things, you know, from having its own CRM yeah. to being able to do classic email marketing, which is still a great way of engaging and lead nurturing. Right. Having building automations in there so that you can do different swim lanes for different customer behaviors or personas yeah. or drip campaigns or onboarding campaigns, depending on the stage, you know, your customer or prospects at in the journey. Yeah. So having something strong in that space is, is why we leverage SharpSpring a lot of the time. And of course, having been able to create the lead magnets, like having landing pages and integrated forums yeah. uh, and, and baked in analytics uh, and now integrating with things like Facebook ads or Google AdWords, all that wow. stuff or e-commerce. Wow. You know, depending on the business model. So we've really in the last two years got right immersed in Sharp Spring. I see. Yeah. Because I, I would have looked at that product, honestly, like maybe four years ago. Yeah. Um, I think I remember it coming up on a conversation with uh, like a HubSpot agency when I used to work in HubSpot. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking at it and, and, and thinking, oh, okay, this looks interesting. But it was definitely a very early stages. Yeah. How long have you been with them now and talk but, about the journey? Yeah, it's been over. It's, it's certainly over two years now. Right. Okay. You so know, you're going over, to have seen their growth. It, it's over two years and it's quite remarkable. You can see the changes in that period of time. Mm. And considering I signed up over two years ago to be a, a, an agent uh, and I signed up, uh, what I signed up for, was I was happy at the time. Yes. But the stuff that's come on board since has been quite incredible. Don't get me wrong, products like HubSpot are fantastic. I'm Absolutely, a great yeah. HubSpot supporter. I wouldn't have recommended it otherwise, mm. you know, and, and still do for some scenarios, right? But SharpSpring, these guys are fast in the evolution. It right. almost feels like a one small family when you're working right, They're together. light and lean. Yeah, light and yeah, lean. And, yeah, and, you know, so they, they move things fast and get you involved as well, you know, so, and very much focused on agencies. This is the difference for me. Amazing. They're, okay. they're me 90% maybe of the, the Sharp Springs customers will be marketing agencies. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So do they have a direct team? They, they, 
yeah, they do get direct, you know, they've got some enterprises, corporate enterprises, direct sales going on, but very minuscule compared to the rest of the business model, which is mainly fo uh, focused on agencies. So you feel, you feel the love. I see that. You, you know, it's a, it's a product that's developed for mark, digital marketing agencies. Now that's interesting. So, that, right. so I mean, I'll give you another, an example. Yeah, please. We've got a... Different divisions. I never explained that, but we've got. I've got another division called Your Marketing Dep Online. Okay. Dep for department, right? Yes. So that particular division is focused with uh, digital marketing services for really small businesses, really small businesses, startups, okay. solopreneurs type space. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the we're not selling software to these guys because they kind of don't need it, not ready for it in many ways. We're selling a digital marketing service, but we leverage SharpSpring to execute. So we kind Interesting. of... So, and HubSpot, you can't do that quite the same because you've got to subscribe to the... So, you with me? So there's I see. things... Right, so we, so they're like the create, backbone. Yeah, so we could do email campaigns under, uh, you know, a special, I mean, uh, its own instance, you know, its own instance. So it's it's like it's a, its own instance for a marketing agency and you're running campaigns for different customers. Brilliant. I see. Yeah. Landing pages, automations, you know, adding tracking code to their websites, and forms and integrate, you know, the whole thing. So I you're delivering. Like enterprise. You're delivering a you know, this big capability, yeah. but for the, for the really small guys. Brilliant. Scale down. And you can offer them all of that service. Like being well, you can offer them a, a lot of it. I mean, but you've got to really go for full sharp spring instances to get, right. you know, the, the bigger machine. And, but the, you can start them off just to show them some benefits right. and then gradually take them to their own instance. That's their strategy for some of them. Yeah, as they as they increase, as the, they grow, we grow. As you they know, grow. Yeah. brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. So, that's interesting. We used to. <laughs> I remember working with. Um, I still talk to him, Jared Fitzgibbon. He's down in. He's outside of Auckland, and um, Jer. I remember Jared got on the phone one day. I was looking after the um, APAC region, and he had taken an enterprise license of HubSpot. Now we're talking. God, seven years ago and he had hacked it just like that where he had he was doing he had subdomains and was running multiple campaigns for um for companies on his enterprise license it's when and you could get enterprise for a, mm -hmm. a much different price than it. it's a different different machine yeah. different model but i remember him talking me through what he was doing and i often thought god that is such a great idea now i haven't heard of that I don't know if it's something you can still do. It's probably not, right. but that is a fantastic way. So if you have, you've got a backbone model, you can mm -hmm. offer services to people. Do you have one person running that division then, um, Tom? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and I get involved as well. But of course, but, yeah. But but it, it's a, it's still a, probably a small part of our income stream that. But it's a way to kind of whet the appetite because it we're kind of yeah. we're trying to be more focused on getting the fuel instance out there. You know, yeah. and and the bigger services that come with it. Just yeah. to give you another example, if you take, I take HubSpot from my knowledge anyway. The average client that you may have through you having a HubSpot partnership, you may average something like four and a half, five, five thousand pound a month retainer. I, I, I yeah. mean, whatever the yeah. average yeah. retainer is, yeah. you know. But there's a huge, huge chunk of that software subscription. Right. It's true. Yeah. It's right. a, a grand to 1200, depending on the amount of emails um, for, yes. for, well, you have to go, yes. you have to go professional. So, so take that same scenario with SharpSpring. Right. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even hazard a guess. Go on. We could deliver the same service that HubSpot, HubSpot partners are delivering for probably at least a grand less a month. Wow. Okay. At least. That's really interesting. And at, at the time like this right now, right. where everyone's considering their budgets. Their so that's, that's because the, you know, the software subscription part is yeah. reduced significantly for, for the agencies. Yeah. So it means we can 
add more value yeah to the end customers yeah you can you can do more for them because you can actually go more okay yeah more for less than many more for weeks. less have you done a lot of migrations then recently going when somebody has come to you like they did in that very early stages in march and there was a bit of panic have you done a migration from hubspot over to shark spring yeah yeah i mean i mean and based we've just it's been basics through csv files really Got you it. know and, okay. ju and just taking right. everything that needs to be uploaded yeah you know in that sense so it's nothing rocket science yeah uh, in that sense you know i've not developed you know oh don't get me wrong that you've got sharp spring as a, an example has got integrations with the likes of salesforce that's right yeah so the, there's other angles depending on what what kind of platforms you're historically coming from you know mm -hmm. yeah uh, in that sense that's really interesting and what else have uh, what else has been happening over the last few months uh, what have what have you learned personally uh, and professionally well Tell personally me. personally and professionally uh, i think just staying on Sharpspring, not to beat flog that constantly, that horse, but you know, just the new features over the last really. Oh man! I mean, I, I mean, j just to give you some examples, we have uh, deployed chatbots for our own business and for some customers through Sharpspring. Nice. A new feature that only came out six in the last, in the last yeah, month, whatever really. six weeks ago. Now completely integrated with Sharpspring. Brilliant. So that was a bit of a learning. Also, Sharpspring recently, it sounds like I'm now selling Sharpspring. I'm not. Don't, don't <laughs> take this the wrong way, but they recently came out, uh, they acquired another company called Perfect, Perfect Audience. Okay. Which is a remarketing, you know, platform, which is now integrating, not fully integrated, but partially integrated. They're working on some, you know, other exciting parts of this, but they've integrated a remarketing capability with Sharpspring, Brilliant. you know, where you can now target remarketing and retargeting ads for people that are looking on your website or they've opened your email or whatever it may be, or audiences that you're going to, need to start to build from inside Sharpspring and run a retargeting campaign. So I've been trying to get myself more, more clued up on some of that, that as well, because as you know, with digital marketing, Florida, it's there's so many capabilities, right? You know, God, you got, and, and I, I pass, I'm passionate about end-to-end -end mm. digital marketing. I'm not just a bit of this sort of bit. I like to understand the bigger picture and be able to execute for our clients, whatever the challenge may be, right? Yeah. So if the client needs, you know, fastly gen, we'll look at ads as part of the mix cool. up front. Yeah. If they're, they want to go a, a slower pace and it's more about awareness, we may start with, yeah. you know, email marketing and social media management and, and other things, right? But, but you've got to know what exists yeah. in order to leverage what's right for, for you to add value to your customers. So, so I always spend a lot of time in that reflection of mm -hmm. where things are going. Uh, and, you know, during the last couple of months as well, we've tried to kind of build out, you know, our capability to go after bigger businesses now. So that's something that's getting built behind the scenes at the moment and all replicating and scaling what we did with the Your Marketing Department online stuff, but on a bigger scale where we've got a classic three off options, you know, of do it yourself, Mr. Customer, and you get a sharp spring license and you get a bit of support and blah, 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 you know, done with you type stuff. Yeah. Cost you X, you know, and, you know, we do it for you, you know, type thing, right. done for you type model. So it's nothing rocket science in those three options, but we've really crafted the offerings a bit carefully there. Brilliant. So that, and, and by doing that, we can still be probably 30% less cost to a customer and what a HubSpot scenario is charging. That's so if it's, four and, a, if it's four and a half hmm. for an agency to charge a service to, you know, their customer, we'll do it for three. And I bet we can do more. That's a significant difference. And it must have so, been nice over the last few months as well to ring people and go, okay, you know, like, how are you doing? What's going on? Just letting you know there's a new feature available. 
and and I think you I think we've all known that we kind of like the chatbots I don't know about you but the minute I go onto a website I'm like where's the chatbot now like I, I'm well, looking for it. Well the, the, the crazy thing for me I mean even their own chatbot I am getting more people signing up for our newsletter through a chatbot than ever signed up through a form on the web page. Amazing. Isn't that something else? And, and that's not the way it was designed. It was designed to say, how can we help you? Are you interested oh. in digital marketing service? Are you interested in CRM? Are you just want to talk to somebody live chat or something else or what, you know? And as you take them down the branches and they eventually want to come away, you go, look, you might find our newsletter quite of, of value. We've got lots of other things in there. Are you interested? Yes. Okay. Name, please. You know. There's a um, top tip for agencies now, right now. If that isn't on your branch, get get that. Get that on your branch. But but email's dead, Tom. Email's dead. Email is it's not dead. Far I mean, from it. I maybe I'm not saying I'm old school in any way because I've been in technology and marketing and that space for a lifetime. You've always marketing's now a hybrid of technology and business, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can't execute anything to do with marketing without understanding the technology. Right. You yeah. can't. No, no. There's no you way. You just can't. And, and email, I can see it. I can see the benefits for who's running email marketing campaigns all the time, mm. you know, for ourselves and for our customers. So we can see the engagement that it still gets, but be targeted with it. This is the beauty now of whether it be HubSpot or Sharpstring or some other platforms maybe personalize the contact content get targeted with it don't just do that email blast of old mm. try, try to you know leverage the the insight you've got about them and stick them in the appropriate swim lane that's right yeah <laughs> exactly um, right. what what kind of what sort of challenges have you experienced then over the last few weeks that have taken you by surprise? Like obviously in the beginning you had to hug those. Well, buttons. I think initially you're kind of, you're, you're clinging on for, yeah. you're wondering where is this going to go? Yeah. I mean, am I going to have to furlough the couple of people that I've got or how's this going? Well, we didn't in the end, right? Mm. We kept going, but we didn't have a, a kind of a revenue impact. There was no doubt about it. Uh, but Did we you managed get some to assistance, Tom. Was there assistance available in Scotland for business? Uh, yeah, there, there's been all sorts of different assistance. You know, if you wanted to, I mean, like you could get the, the you could put people on furlough if you wanted to and right. get eighty percent of their salaries, which I didn't do. There was grants for office space. There was there was different things. There's you know loans available. I've not gone down any of the paths, <laughs> actually. Right. I've, was there a reason I've, for that? And, well, I, ultimately, I felt I didn't need to in the end and, and, and tried to work through it. Uh, and one benefit I did get was Sharpspring. Sharpspring has helped our agencies and gave us uh, a bit of a motivation to do certain things with the product to get a discount over the next six months. Incredible. So with Sharpspring, I, I took them up on that offer right away. You That's know, things, things like if you get a you know, a chatbot up and running will give you X dollars discount in the month. If you get, you know, a couple of clients or a client up to, you know, top grade in terms of how they're using it. Right, yeah. You'll get uh, another $100 discount. I mean, so I've managed to get, thankfully, to Sharpspring, my software costs every month have come down uh, and that's helped, right? That has helped. Every, every little helps, right? Go the gamification of it. I know um, one of the big things that I remember this in the very early, it was very quickly after the lockdown was announced, um, specifically in Ireland, we, we've been, it's 15th of the month. We were a little bit ahead of, the, right. thanks to our, like, I will say thanks to Leo Varka, who is, who is a doctor, does help when you're <laughs> running. The person at the top of the seat is a doctor. But I do remember HubSpot did something incredible at the very beginning of this, where they give two quarters commission up front. So instead of making people wait for their commission, they gave two quarters commission yeah. up front. And the difference that made to people, that was like, um, you know, the grants that were available in the UK and the loans. Yes. It was just, imagine, some people just went and got those loans just for a psychological, 
Yeah. You know, they're not, they know they're not going to use them. It's just 50K sitting in the bank. Mm -hmm. They were given after 36 hours. Yeah, that, that's right. Kind of bounce back loans and stuff that's like that. That's right. Yeah. Just free, money, free money for the first year, right? That's right, you yeah. Know, and then you're paying an incredibly low interest rate. You know, exactly, but they know they're not going to use them, but they're just psychologically. Yeah, yeah I've got some clients who've gone down that path and you know said, Just give me the free money, I'll take it. Whatever it is, but that's an you know? that's a great one to know. Which yeah. like, I like what they're doing, gamification, Tom. It's so, very so that's good. As we know, there's there's decent yeah. companies out there when they they kind of look after the customers like that, and, and I've done the same on a very small scale, exactly. So yeah. you're trying to say, Okay, let's see what we can do here, and you try and you find a way to help. You find a way to help. Yeah. You find a way to help. And that's... What are you doing differently then? What are you, what are you doing differently that you were doing a few months ago? Well, I think I'm, I've allowed to be a bit more reflective, you know, in recent times about, because what, I'm not saying I was never reflective, but you're always constantly... Didn't have time. Busy. Constantly on, you know... So now it's kind of reflect a bit, step back a bit to move forward. And in fact, I'm just about to kind of put a, an ad out there to recruit another digital marketer, right? Uh, and I'm now thinking about recruiting a business development guy. Excellent. So, and I'm now thinking ahead to a couple of years time where I want an office back in the USA. Oh, really? Interesting. Where uh, would that be? I, it's probably East Coast somewhere. Uh, having spent seven and a half years in North Carolina, uh, I'm not saying it will be North Carolina, but it might be, or it will be, I think, the East Coast. That's uh, very that, That's something that uh, yeah, I kind of yeah. want to do as part of uh, our own journey. And that's maybe more dream for where, where we're sitting at the moment, but it's always been in my the back of my mind. But So I've been reflecting more on, you know, how, do I, how can I move forward? I've even been thinking along the lines of, Maybe there's other small digital marketing agencies out there that have struggled because they're, they're more doers than they are strategic. They don't like running a business. You get it all the time. You're oh, an expert no. in helping agencies and, yeah. you know, you'll see this all the time. So uh, I'm not encroaching your space here, but I know this is, you do this oh, stuff. We, so it might be an opportunity. Yeah, with as many of us, we, as many of us as can help, because we all need so, to work so, so I'm kind of thinking, well, maybe there's, if I identify a suitable agency, there could be an opportunity to acquire, merge, bash it together, whatever expression you want, uh, and, you know, get a one plus one equals three factor, you know, complementary skills. Brilliant. Uh, and yep. different things. So I've been thinking along along those lines as well. I think a lot of people are because it's it's now the time to go, what do you love doing? Because yeah. and, and I, I this is the number one thing you'll have realized this time that I work with people all the time. When you working for yourself and you're doing it yourself, it's great crack. And then you get a couple of people in. But when you have a team of people they need different things than you need you know yeah. you 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 have yeah. to take care of the employees in your business in a different yeah. way than yourself mm. and once you get that structure set up you can have a, a, a much better business but it's if you ignore the fact that they need um a career plan um like contracts time off start nine to five they need different things than you need because you it's, it's a it's a different an owner mindset is different from an totally employee different. right yeah. i mean in that sense that there's no doubt you I mean you've got to, so that's where my mind is now is trying to think about these things in a in a better way so that i can see well what steps do i really need to take to to go to another level yeah, yeah and it doesn't need to be massive that other level but it's just the next level it's the next yeah. level. Well, you have to... Whatever the next level looks like. You have to challenge yourself. You know that, because yeah. otherwise you get bored. And then you... you well, exactly. I mean, what I didn't set out to do here, and it has become that in the past a bit, is create a job for myself. I've been... You know, you get so busy, and you're passionate about what you do. You go, wait a minute, I'm just... <laughs> I feel like I've created myself a job here. And that I, was not the intention. I was wanting to build a business, right? Yeah, how did you, you know? do that? Yeah, I know. So, so uh, I think stepping back a bit to see where we are and where is it going and, and what do I need to do to, to get back to where I thought I was going anyway, right? Yeah. I, I, well, it, I think we've all appreciated a bit of extra time on our hands and yeah. certainly less commute, less travel, less com commitments. 
and a bit more reflective. I definitely don't have loads of time, but I'm choosing the, it differently. Are you a member of the Agency Collective by any chance down in, um, in the UK? I'd, no. I'd, I'd recommend, um, yeah, if you go back to, I think it was the 12th of February, yeah. I had Dan the Agency Man, that's actually his nickname, Dan de la Cruz, uh, great guy, and he has been running the Agency Collective for five years, and it's a peer-to-peer -peer, um, network um, group community of agencies. And if you look at, you sign up, you know, with them, they have a Slack group, they've got, they've got connections, oh, okay. And in the last few months, there's just been this real synergy of businesses going, do you know what? I'm really good at SEO. I am not good at marketing automation. Can I, can we pair? Because as we know, with any That's market, perfect. That's okay. great. That's, that's a great, great input there, Claudia. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'll, I'll certainly look into that because based on what I've just been saying, that aligns quite nicely, doesn't it? Yeah. And with any merger or with anyone who's ever listening yeah. to this going, oh, is it me on my own? No, there's groups out there. There's networks yeah. out there that will help you. And if you are thinking about merging, we all know, and every merger I've talked to and everyone that's really successful, you work on a project together. So you yes. start off, you get yeah. to know people, you work on a project Absolutely. together your values then take it from there no you're right i mean i've had a few false starts with potential partners in the early days as well you know yeah. uh, so and even recruitment i've had some failed and false starts too so you really got to make sure you're doing the right thing for everybody right and, and, what, and, that, and that alignment's there you know it is the alignment you have to see how they work on a project together and, yeah. and see your va your values you've got to figure out what are your values what are their values what, yeah. what do you Values. want? What do they yeah. want? Yeah. What I would think, you say to someone thinking about that actually from, from your false starts that you were just mentioning there? What, what learning do I take from it? Well, I, I think, I mean, I'm very strong in values, right? You know, much you talked about values and I've got three values. That, I mean, don't laugh at me now, but I call I them my, 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 my three T's, right? Mm -hmm. Three T's and they're not Tom, Tom and Tom, right? <laughs> they, they, they are transparency, trust, and team. Brilliant. And I've found where I've had some feelings before something in there has been missing. If the trust wasn't right, why was the trust not right? Was we were not transparent enough in terms of where we were all trying to go to, mm. or you know, and if you don't get the transparency, you don't get the trust, and if you don't build the trust, you can't build a team. So uh, I'm very much a believer in those three T's and where I've maybe failed a bit is I've forgotten about one of them. <laughs> yeah. And you ha and, you, and they you need know, to be, and, you need to remind. And, and I've also had to remind myself that Tom, when it's an employee situation, they don't have a business owner mindset. No. You know, they're not going to work from eight in the morning to midnight like you no. crazy guy does you know what I mean that they're not going to do that nope and you should never expect it you wouldn't expect it when you were working in the corporate world totally yeah they're, you know, so, they're so, not going to forget so, to have lunch <laughs> so you got to find a way you yeah. know that they're getting what they want out of this arrangement yeah and and tap into that fight okay what and do tap, you love aye, about working uh, here what can uh, I give you exactly okay. what's going to make it right for yeah. you yeah because yeah. they they don't need you they can get no. any job <laughs> no and, and loyalty kind of doesn't exist yeah in, in some cases you know it does i mean i come from a well it's earned my history is all about loyalty right but yeah. some people don't have the loyalty and especially if it's not working for them right why exactly, would yeah. they why would they so you've got to keep on that i love know. those three t's for your team for people that you employ for clients yeah. as well, I would imagine. Tom. Yeah, I, absolutely. You're spot on. You know what I mean? I even tell my clients about the three days and they go, oh, right, okay. Because then they can see how we work. Mm. Look, we're always going to be transparent with you. There's right. nothing we're going to hide. Yeah. You know, from what we do, how we do it, to the price of it, nothing. Yeah. You know, in our re building relationship, is all about trying to build that trust. It's the, that kind of no like trust factor right you've got to get to know somebody first of all Do. then you've got to you know like them anyways right and then you've got to trust them then you have to trust them exactly right. um, tom what are you tell me what's going on i'll be honest i'm and i've turned into a news junkie ish <laughs> 
I wouldn't, it wouldn't be my specialized subject on a mastermind, put it that way. But I do kind of know a little bit about what's going on in New Zealand, Australia, Europe, Ireland, England, America, Canada. But I do not know what's going on in Scotland. For some reason, that slipped through the cracks. Where are you at here? We're the middle of June. What's the current situation of lockdown open? Where are you at? Yeah, well, well you know, we've got, we've got a prime minister and a first minister, right? So Correct, yes. Boris, Boris, the prime mm. minister of the UK, and we've got Nicola Sturgeon, the, the first minister of Scotland. So therein lies the classic organisational challenge. Who do you listen to? Well, I don't listen. I listen to Boris, right? I mean, I think I, I listen. Well, I mean, you've got to listen to both, right? I mean, gosh, you have you've, to got, to both, yeah. you've got to listen to both. But you know, it, it does feel classic misalignment at times. In that, you know, Boris saying one thing and Nicola says, "No, we're not doing that yet. We'll wait a couple of weeks." Or, you know, what we're going to do it this way, and we're going to get in first. <laughs> you know, and it, it just feels a bit misaligned. So where are we? We're kind of probably running a couple of weeks ahead or behind England in that Wait, sense. Right. So so they're kind of opening things up. We've yeah. just gone into phase two this week Got it. in Scotland. Okay. You know, England have been in phase two for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So we're kind of a bit behind. And I think what's happening now in Scotland, people are getting frustrated and tired. Much so if you look on Saturday when the sun was shining, there was crowds gathering and, you know, all the parks that you could think of and there was none of the social distancing going on and people are tired. They are, yeah. Uh, and I think Nicola is going to have to move and move faster than she thought. And I don't yeah. know whether she's playing a political game. I, I don't know. It's difficult to know, right? Why, it, how can well, I don't you? think they know themselves. She knows she's uh, been in this situation before. We had a I big mean, deadline moved from the 20th of July was when... Uh, hairdressers, nail salons, that kind of was going to be, and I think it was pubs as well. Okay. It was the 20th of July. And last Friday, we had that ripped over to the 29th of June. That's a, like, that's what the guts of four, like three and a half weeks move. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Like, but so many weird little jigs and reels. It, it's, it's so difficult, isn't it? As you said, I mean, I mean, it's unfair to criticize Oh God, or, sure. or Nicola or whatever yeah. what what would you do what could you do in that situation and yeah and but what are you they're, doing? They're trying to... yeah what are you doing Tom like what decisions are like how are you get coping through this or what sort of decisions well are you well the, the the good thing is I mean for four and a bit years of starting the business I've been used to kind of working remotely anyway yeah. and, and and even working in the global corporate world though are teams of people around the world right so you were always used to kind of that type of thing. So it's not been much different for me. In that sense, you're doing a bit more of it because before you might have been popping out to a customer and meeting them at their offices or yeah. whatever it may be, or meeting some connections for a coffee. And It was much easier that. to do So that. that stuff's gone. And so that's that's made it quite mentally tough, I right. think, because you're feeling more alone in that sense, right? So, so yeah. it's made it tougher. And of course, the... Uh, as someone, and you might not tell by looking at me, I go to the gym. I've not been to the gym for three and a bit months, right? So right. so that is, uh, you know, your fitness, your health. you got to kind of think about these things. So I've been walking every day. Got it, yeah. And I was I've, say, what did you I've, substitute? And I, and I bought myself a, an exercise bike. Awesome, yeah. Right, so there's things that you go, wait a minute, try and do something. Don't yeah. Don't find excuses not to do anything oh it's more important for your mental health than, than even the physical like, bits like yeah whatever but the men and the, yeah and the personal side family know that you know me and I had a mother who my mum who celebrated her 80th birthday last week I we could know. we couldn't even have a you know a party but you kind of we tried to do something from outside the windowy thing you know and yeah. whatever and so that it's it's tough it's tough for people right you've just got to kind of you know, balance it, you know, we've got businesses to still try and survive and evolve and customers that need the, the attention. You've got family that need attention. You've got yourself that needs a bit of new yeah. time, you know, so not, not easy. I've not found it easy to, to be honest with you, but I'm trying to. Yeah. Well, you're looking at, you're focusing on what's within your control. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think that's the huge thing. And I want to share that with everyone. And 
I do, I've just started another podcast actually, um, Tom, called Sligo Life, which is about, because I'm obviously here now, <laughs> yes. and I'm in the West of Ireland. And it is a huge thing with business owners, which I think I want to get this message and I don't care if I talk about it on every single episode. People look at business owners like you and me and, and like the, some of the business owners here in town and they go, Asher, it's all right for them. They're strong. But we have our dark moments, our weak moments, yeah. our, our, our tears, our what are we doing? Oh, geez, I should go and get a job. Um, you know, we do have those moments, but we do have steps that we take. We don't, we, we talk about it, right? We, we yeah. exercise, we look outside. We, 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 we're definitely not indestructible. So if you're out there listening to this, I don't care where you are and you are feeling like, oh, I should be able to do this. Mm. We all have those moments, but we all know what to do. And it starts with talking to someone, anyone, right. talk to the sky, scream, whatever, get outside into nature, move your body. Um, yeah. and then move forward just one step at a time yeah, but you're definitely a, you're not respond, alone step back from it you know and, and calm down and go wait a minute we never got ourselves into this situation right so we've got to say okay I mean it, it's came along nobody planned for this nobody made it happen really you know just yeah. just try our best to to try deal with best. it and, and, and keep calm Exactly. Keep calm. You're definitely not alone. Reach keep, out to anyone, and anyone you can. We all, and as, as you say, a lot of business owners, it's a lonely existence. Right? God, it is, isn't it? <laughs> but, but then again, so was leadership management from my past. I was going to say, challenges. so it's, I mean, it's a lonely place. It is. Yeah. And it shouldn't be, do you know? No, I've, it, I've, it shouldn't be, but it can be. And But you're right. If you can build your network, Get your little you know, group you've, together. You know, you've got some friends, you've got some family, you've got your, maybe your business collaborators. That's right. That yeah. you, can, you can trust and you can talk to and collaborate with. Yeah. I think, I think that helps. I think you're going to love the agency collective community. And if you listen to the agency life story with Dan, he talks about the, the failures and I've had failures in the past, you know, but it's not going to keep me lying down oh. and nobody's had a book for this so looking forward to what's coming out of over the next few months i'm going to say from some of the things that you are really looking forward to tom number one is going to be giving your mom a hug what else are you looking yes. forward to i'm definitely looking forward to that that's for sure yeah. i think i'm looking forward to some basic stuff i'm looking forward to going out to a restaurant and having a meal oh, what's that? i mean uh, <laughs> going to a pub and having a oh, beer. What's a pub? What's a pub, Tom? Can't remember. I mean, my gosh, it's in more jeans, right? We're what? Scottish, Irish. We you I got to go to the pub sometimes, right? <laughs> but but uh, so there's it. things. There's things like that. The you just thing. It's some basic stuff. Seeing some family and friends. Yeah. I mean, we're not asking for much here, right? It's the it's back to basics, and I think that's one of the things we can reflect on. Yes. Uh, is how far, you know, it's getting back to some of those basics. Yeah. Be nice to people, not that we're never not, but you know, to get those basics in place, respect people, be nice to them. Don't take those basic things for granted anymore. Right. Yeah. Because they were just swiped away from us. Yeah, I always felt like that was like a lot of flying, a lot of running around, a lot of like, even though I, I, I would get messages, I'd be all over the world. And I, I remember getting messages from people at home, you know, go, oh my God, are you off again? You have such a glamorous lifestyle. <laughs> they just didn't know that I was sitting eating pizza and drinking wine in a crappy hotel bedroom on my own. <laughs> and I was going, yeah, super glamorous, like not really, do you know? No. And I was there going, but I have to do this. But now I've sat here, I've had some of the best months I've had. I've new clients, I've new sponsors on the podcast. I've yeah. discovered new things about myself, got my health and got things kicked Good. in. Haven't been on a near an airport. <laughs> I don't think I will for a little. And you're not missing it, right? Not. In that sense. Crappy bed, crappy hotels. No, exactly. Cottage in the west of Ireland. No, not a bit of it. So I think <laughs> it has been, and this is how we started this conversation about back to basics for your clients. You, as an agency, are a business owner. Ring that client. Ring your clients and ask them how are they, as a person. <laughs> What is going? What challenges do they have in their business? You just don't have to talk about marketing or sales or technology or anything yeah. like that. Going, what do they need? And I guarantee most of them right now can't figure okay. out how to keep the, their remote working team yeah. motivated because they're you're wigging spot, out. Spot, you're spot on there because I think the danger is with a lot of digital marketing agencies because 
we work with the technology components 24 by 7 they've forgot or never knew about it or mastered the art of human interaction right old school whereby you picked up a phone and and you talk to somebody yeah or my favorite thing yeah, you know yeah my favorite thing at the moment is um because i switched off the voicemail on my phone ages ago it's actually a trick i learned from my father he never had voicemail he was the vice president it was like vice president or something of Ticketmaster europe right right never all the time he had a mobile phone never had his voicemail switched on whole attitude was if they if, they, if, <laughs> if it's important they, they'll, they'll call me back yeah, that was the whole attitude. I could never leave voicemail for him. I left the first voicemail for him recently because he got WhatsApp and I left him a message. You know, a, a voice. And I was like, ah, and he had to listen to it. And I was like, ha, 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 I got you. But that is one of my favorite things to do right now with clients, ex-clients, anyone. Is just go, if I'm thinking about them, I just leave them a, hi, how's it going? What's going on in your world? This is what's happening with me. And you leave them a little message. So Good. you know the technology. You use the technology. Yeah. Don't talk to them about what marketing do you need. You're going, how's it going? How's it going around the business? Yeah. How are you I'm doing? Just, I'm just checking in. That's personally. it. Personally. From one of my ex-clients, I learned about um, a, a fitness regime that I'm now in the middle of, you know, and now I'm able to talk to him about it instead of going, how, you know, do you need anything? Mm -hmm. It's like, he has no. everything he needs, you know? So that's, I think, about extending the relationship. We're very comfortable with all this Point. technology. And if you're sitting there going, oh, why are my clients not comfortable? Go and reach out and help them. Do a little Slack class, like how to use Slack. Find, find out why, you know. Find out why, find out what's going on. Any yeah. tips for there as we're heading out into the this, look, I'm looking out the window. It's like winter here. Is it like winter with you? Uh, yeah, it's not too great today, to be honest. A bit of rain and wind and it's not certainly not. That now at all. It's not like end of June, is it, really? No. It is the end of June, but look at <laughs> we, we might be we might, we might be it might come back we had a great summer was early on but tell us tom as we head out any tips for agencies right and we've given a lot of advice we've given a lot of tips but what's your kind of go-to tip for agencies out there right now that are looking ahead to the next six months oh good very good question Claude. I, I would say i mean again what i've been doing the past few months has been a, a lesson for well, it's a lesson or not, but it's that retention focus because it's so, so far more difficult to get a new client than it is keep an existing it one. Is. And yeah. that's history tells us that, right? So yeah. nothing new rocket science in that type of thing, but it's easy to forget about them because you've got them on board, you've onboarded them, you've started up that monthly service. Uh, you might send them a monthly report and whoopie-doo, whoopie-doo, right? talk you know engage with them you know find just what you were saying just find out more about them how right. more can you help them yeah. focus on retention yeah because through that process there might be other things you can do anyway that you're and you end you up increasing the value and, and what you get for that yeah that you are right. easy to do automatic to do but definitely ring them and find out how they are what do they need or if you get that email, if you get that email going, look, we need to reduce our budget. We need to stop. A no is not the end. A no could just yeah. be right now. And just don't lose the cool. Like ring them up and go, God, so sorry. Yeah. How are you? Are you okay? They're probably stressed. They could be furloughing people. They're up to their eyes. Talk exactly. to them like a human being. Exactly. So prioritize your existing clients. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, prioritize getting new ones. But, you know, I mean... Don't, don't forget about the existing ones. Look after them. And I would say eat your own cooking. And by that, I mean all the stuff that you preach to your own clients about, use for your own business. Right. So, so I mean, I know when someone signs up for our, your marketing department online, one of the services, it's automated. The onboarding is automated. That's right. I mean, we built the back end. So that someone signs up uh, or they're interested, they get a nice email explaining the service and a call to action, sign, sign up here, sign up here. They be formed to fill in, boom, they get a contract immediately in their inbox because that's automated as well. And then they sign it electronically, then they get a signed version back. And then, you know, we get an onboarding questionnaire that goes to them. And yeah, I mean, automated. Yeah. So, so try and, you know, 
eat some of your own cooking. I love that line. I haven't heard that before. Tom, I want to say thank you so much for spending time with us today. I've learned so much about Sharp Spring, about your business, about um, everything that you've been through. And I really look forward to talking to you again soon. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. Thank you.